Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Got our poll question, Seton. Did you put one up? We did, Dan. Yeah, we have uh, who should be, what should be the lead story today? The Nuggets advancing or LeBron possibly retiring? Right now, 81% of the audience say the Nuggets advancing. (laughs) Okay. Chris Maddox, Sports Illustrated senior writer. He was there last night, game four, and he joins us probably on very little sleep, if any sleep at all. But, Chris, thanks for getting up with us. The lead story should be the Nuggets advancing or the possibility of LeBron James retiring. You know, if you say anything but the Nuggets advancing, you've got a swath of (laughs) middle America coming after you uh, for the disrespect that's been shown the Nuggets. Uh, But when you have arguably the greatest player of all time dropping the most significant hints about his you know future not including basketball that has to be the main story and you know i, I was in as you said Dan, i was at the arena last night uh, i listened to darvin ham speak first then I went over to the nuggets side to report out some stuff on them but i was watching on my phone the lebron availability and from the very beginning it, it was it had a very strange vibe to it because he was asked by multiple reporters about next season, you know, what the roster needed. And a couple of times he just wouldn't delve deep into the future of this team, the future of himself. And then at the very end of that media availability, kind of unprompted, he says, I've got a lot to think about this offseason. So, you know, this was LeBron wanting to put this out there, wanting to convey this message during this media availability. And, Look, what it means is certainly open to interpretation. This was probably the most draining season of LeBron James's career. When you factor in his age, when you factor in the mental toll it had to have taken on him early in the season to be going through all the stuff with Russell Westbrook and the dysfunction of the team, and then you have one of the one of the only major injuries that LeBron suffered during his career. And then you have to factor in the minutes he's playing that just physically wears him down. So it could just be, Dan, that he was exhausted physically and said and said what he said because of that. Or, as we've often seen with LeBron, it could be a leverage play. It could be him 
you know, putting this into the universe to put pressure on the Lakers to do exactly what he wants them to do this offseason to make the team better or else he'll walk away. Yeah, but didn't we have this last year when he had a leverage play and he brought in Russell Westbrook? Now it's Kyrie Irving? Maybe. I mean, look, one of the biggest surprises in recent memory for LeBron was that he signed that extension last summer. Like, there was no need for him to sign that extension. Like, a one-year extension was always going to be available to him. I understand the, the rationale. By signing that extension, he took the topic of him leaving in the offseason off the table. And that, you know, in theory at the time, eliminated a potential distraction. But uh, he didn't need to do it, and it was a surprise that he did it. He's always been about leverage, Dan, whether it was in Cleveland signing all those one-year deals, uh, signing the short-term deal uh, with the Lakers uh, more recently. Um, th- this could just be that. Like, you know, he's he's always been able to use his power to get what he wants out of an organization. You're right. It was Russell Westbrook a couple of years ago. That, you know, absolutely, you know, was a disaster. But if LeBron feels like he can't do it without a true, reliable second star, and look, we can debate the reliability of Kyrie Irving all day long, but if LeBron feels he can't do it without Kyrie Irving, you know, there's there's some value in putting it into the universe that he could walk away. Yeah, there's there's nothing that's accidental with LeBron. It's all calculated. I just don't know what the angle is, but it certainly felt like, um, and there's frustration, but he, I think deep down knew they weren't going to win this series, so he was going to have this moment with the media and decided to you know drop that off for everybody. So he stays in the news for whatever reason, but. He wants to play with his son. He's made that very public. I don't know if he could take a year off and then say, you know what, I'll be re-energized and wait for my son to get into the NBA. I mean, he could. I mean, if he took a year off and just spent it hanging out on USC's campus, watching Bronny play, and then decided he wanted to come back in in 24-25, all 30 teams would, would line up to sign him. Um, but... Look, uh, at the end of the day, Dan, LeBron is one of the most competitive guys I've ever covered. And he's coming off a game that I thought was one of the great games that he's played in his career. It, it, you know, he, he ran out of gas in the second half, but 31 points in the first half was yeah. remarkable. Yeah. You watch him in the fourth quarter. He's chasing Jamal Murray around screens. He's bodying up Nikola Jokic defensively. He took back-to-back charges in that fourth quarter against Nikola Jokic to give the Lakers a chance at the end of that game. No, he's not 25, 30-year-old version of LeBron James, but he's still top 10 in the NBA, top 15 in the NBA, and when he dials it up, he can get right back into that top five conversation. I just have a hard time seeing a player like LeBron with his mentality walking away when he's still able to play at the high level. That's why I think it's more likely either – a reaction to just an exhausting mentally and physically season and a potential leverage play to push the Lakers to do what he wants. Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated senior writer. Uh, The best basketball player in the world is? It's Jokic right now. Uh, It's a a movable feast and a moving target, but you know, I, I don't hear too many of the pre-playoff critics that said Jokic couldn't get the job done in the postseason, ringing that bell 
anymore. I mean, the guy at eight triple has eight, has eight triple doubles. Playoffs aren't even over. He has eight triple doubles. That's a record for the postseason. Uh, he's nowhere near as bad defensively as, as people have suggested. His rebounding on the defensive glass was instrumental in building that tent, that lead in the third quarter. Look at his numbers, 13 points, but 10 rebounds, eight of them on the defensive glass in that third quarter. He, he was, he was just a giant in this series and he's been a giant. Uh, this postseason. And I've often taken, had issue with people that have said, well, he doesn't get it done in the playoffs. Well, point to a year in the last three years where he's had a team that was built to win like this team is built to win. You know, 2020 bubble year, kind of weird, you know, didn't get the job done. Then Jamal Murray gets hurt before the 21 playoffs is out all the 22 season. This is the first year of Nikola Jokic's career that he's had a team that you look at and say, that team should win something. That team should win a championship. Mm-hmm. And right now, what he's done this postseason, just powering through some really good teams and putting on his best performances in the biggest moments, I don't know how you can say anyone else, but Jokic is the best player. Yeah, I didn't think he was the MVP. Joker gave me what I thought he would. I thought Jamal Murray was the MVP. I thought he was the difference there. And, I mean, I don't know if, you agree, and maybe I'm not being fair to Joker, but he he didn't surprise me with his greatness. Jamal Murray surprised me or reminded me of his greatness. That that's probably look. Jamal Murray was kind of the breakout star of this series, and has been maybe the breakout star of the postseason because you are reminded that that Murray is is on this level. He's never been an all-star, but he's on this level. And you go back to the bubble year in 2020 when he had that great duel yeah. with Donovan Mitchell in the first round. He had some tremendous performances there. You're just reminded that he is a a super high-level guy. Jokic, though, I, I mean, those shots, Dan, like where he's just pulling the ball behind his head and firing them up. <laughs> Two times he did this in Game 4. He had LeBron draped all over him in the first half, and he made it. He had Anthony Davis draped all over him in the second half, and he made it. And, look, that's four or five times he's he's made shots like that in this series. And, you know, listening to LeBron after the game, like he literally tipped his cap to Anthony Davis because of – or to uh, uh, Nikola Jokic for what he did, uh, you know, with those shots. I mean, he's he's remarkable, man. What what he's able to do offensively is second to none. You're uh, Celtics on the brink – what happens if they get swept tonight? So, I'm a little, I'm a little uh, contrarian here on the idea that Joe Missoula will get scapegoated. Um, for starters, I don't think it's entirely Joe Missoula's fault. I, I think he has been outcoached by Eric Spolstra in this series, but at the same time, the Celtics all year long have touted their defensive strength. And the guys in their backcourt have believed that they are the best defensive wings in the league. Marcus Smart, former defensive player of the year. Derek White, second team all defense. Jalen Brown, two-way player. And they can't defend Jimmy Butler one-on-one. Dude, I was in Boston for game two. And look, Jimmy admitted after the game, like, the Heat offense isn't all that complicated. It's him taking the ball and deciding what he wants to do with it. They can't stop the point of attack. So when you have you know, purportedly great defensive players that can't get stops. I, I don't know how you hang that all on on the head coach. The second part of this is Joe Missoula is the closest thing that Brad Stevens has to a protege. 
you know, Brad Stevens hired him out of Fairmont State and put him on his staff. He retained him or made sure Ime Udoka retained him when Udoka took over as head coach. He elevated him. or Before that, he kept him away from Utah, which wanted to hire him to be on Will Hardy's staff. Then he elevated him when the press, when the time came with Udoka uh, going through what he went through. So Brad Stevens believes in Joe Missoula, and Brad Stevens is a pretty loyal guy. So I, I, I'm not convinced that Joe Missoula is going to be on the chopping block when this series is over. I think more likely, Dan, you see Joe Missoula have his bench staff strengthened. There's been a brain drain yeah. in Boston over the last year. Ime Udoka leaves, Joe Missoula elevated, but Joe Missoula's job isn't really replaced. Will Hardy leaves. His job isn't replaced. Damon Stoudemire leaves. His job isn't replaced. I mean, with due respect to the coaches the Celtics have there, and there are some very good ones, there isn't that former head coach on his staff. There isn't uh, you know, a depth of experience uh, on the front of the bench of that staff. I think more likely you see Joe Mazzulla have Steven Silas added to his staff. Maybe Frank Vogel gets added to his staff. You see coaches with experience that are brought there to help him. Because I think all things considered – at 34 years old, Joe Mazzullo has done a pretty good, damn good job this year. Taking over this team under the circumstances that he had, getting them to the conference finals. I'm not convinced Joe Mazzullo is going to be scapegoated for all this. Well, somebody's got to take the blame on this. This is a team that's gone to the finals before. Uh, everybody wants to you know, crown Jason Tatum as a top five player, and then he disappears. Uh, Jalen Brown, does he want his own team? I get it. This to me, and I've said this many times, they feel like the best team, the most talented team and the deepest team in the playoffs. But they might not even get to the NBA Finals and might get swept. So somebody's got to take the heat here. Oh, see what I did there? I, I, I get it. I, yeah, I get it. That's, okay. that's nice. Thank well you. played. Thank you. Uh, I, I, I get it. I get it, Dan, that somebody, that there's a desire to blame somebody. But I, I don't think you take out the coach with the potential that Joe Missoula has like Joe Missoula well, is, is Jalen Brown going to be line. there. It, it, are they going to be there? They'll be there. Jalen, Jalen Brown's going to be, I think he'll be the highest paid player in the NBA next season, or, or this contract will make him the highest paid player in the NBA when he ultimately is able to sign. He's going to be there. Um, could they shake up the roster in other ways? Maybe. Um, could they look to trade someone like Marcus smart? Maybe. I mean, there's a lot of things the Celtics could potentially do to, to shake things up, but I, I just, I just don't think Joe Missoula. I, I don't think firing him is the answer, and bringing in Mike Budenholzer. Uh, can you get it on Nick Nurse before it's too late? I, I don't know that that is necessarily the answer to the problems. I do think Dan that look, we're going to look back years from now and wonder if it was absolutely necessary to fire Ime Udoka. Like, was it necessary to do that? Mm. Because the Celtics deemed his transgression so bad that he was effectively fired. He was suspended with no promise of a return and eventually parted ways at midseason. Why, the why, rest why of the don't league, we know about what what exactly happened here that the Nets backed away and then Houston, you know, hired him? Well, it's different. It's different. It's different. The, net, the Nets backing away did not have as much to do with what Ime Udoka did as the circumstances at that time. Remember, they let go of Steve Nash, and that was right in the middle of when Kyrie was going bonkers and the Nets made a decision that, you know, with all that going on with the, how polarizing Kyrie was in that moment, 
it wasn't the right call to bring in Ime Udoka, who would also bring some backlash with them. They just they made, I think, more of a PR move mm. than a basketball coaching move. But the rest of the league, Dan, because this has been investigated uh, by many teams over the last eight to twelve months. Um, the rest of the league, including the league office, where the NBA has no problem with Ime Udoka coming back to coach, the rest of the league had no problem with hiring Ime Udoka. So. It's an open question, one I don't think we'll, we have an answer to, and maybe we will never get an answer to, that why Ime, what Ime Odoka did was so significant that the Celtics deemed it worthy to part ways with him and was so insignificant that the Nets were on the precipice of hiring him, yeah, that the Rockets were the first team to hire him, uh, why there was such a disconnect with, with how that went down. Thank you, Chris, as always. We appreciate your time. Is there an opposite, Dan, of a victory lap? Because I took one last week, and uh, is it a walk of shame for the Lakers? No, no, you know, it's I okay. Took, I took my – okay. I was with you. Came up just short. I, I, I was with short. you. I mean, I told you. I'm, I'm used to you being wrong. So it's not like, you know, I'm disappointed or surprised. That's not very nice, Dan. No, it's, it's not. But you asked for it. You could have just said, thank you, Dan, and then I would have talked to you next time. Glutton for punishment. All right. That's Chris Mannix, senior writer, Sports Illustrated. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens... You need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches, but did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything, so when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like copays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. We were just talking about spring training playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball. And I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paula used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium, and I slung Miller Lite. So I was just throwing them out. Okay. Not literally. Okay. But just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes. Not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer can? Oh, I'd crack of the beer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should, too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer. Everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. 
There's nothing like a great night's sleep. Every great day starts the night before. Quality sleep can help boost your reaction time and recovery time and performance. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your one-of-a-kind, ever-evolving sleep needs. So, how do you take it to the next level? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you choose the ideal comfort, the firmness on each side. Two beds in one, that's your sleep number. Mine is 75. The beds automatically respond and adjust to your movements, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number Smart Beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 Smart Bed, only $1,599. Save $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only to Sleep Number Store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Hour 2 on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Congratulations, Denver Nuggets. Sweep the Lakers. Yoke, uh, the uh, Joker went for 30-14-13, and 13, and he put up historical numbers once again. It feels, like, it feels like every time he goes on the court, he's doing sort of what Shohei Otani does. It's like, yeah, he set another record there. Joker now has eight triple-doubles in this postseason. That breaks the all-time record. You know, when you're breaking a record by Wilt Chamberlain, that is an impressive record. Wilt, in 1967, had seven triple-doubles. Now, he didn't play in as many games as the Joker did, but uh, eighth triple-double of the playoffs. The Nuggets rally from 15 down at halftime. And uh, in the last 50-plus years, only four players have averaged at least 27 points and 14 rebounds per game in the conference finals. Four players. Joker is the fourth to do it. The other players, one did it three times, and the other two players did it once. Marvin, the other players who averaged at least 27 and 14. Moses Malone? Yes. 1981. Paul? Louis Alcindor? No. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. I thought it had been during the Bucks days. Uh, was he Kareem uh, at, during the Bucks days? This was 1977. Okay, yep, that's right. Uh, 1972, I think he had changed his name by then. And the other person is the always forgotten Tim Duncan. Ooh. Tim Duncan, 28 and 16 back in Stat of the Day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of this program. They say good things come to those who wait. The Mercedes-Benz SUV family proves otherwise. Takes no time at all to set up a test drive at your local Mercedes-Benz dealer. Learn more at MBUSA.com. We're waiting for uh, Michael Block, the star of the PGA Championship. He will join us from Fort Worth, Texas, coming up here momentarily. Celtics at the Heat. That'll be game four tonight. Is it the final game for the Celtics? And uh, the Celtics are getting one and a half in Miami. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Seton poll question for hour two. 
And if you'll recap hour one for the audience. Hour one we had up there. The lead story today should be the Nuggets advancing, LeBron possibly retiring. Mm -hmm. Right now, 83% of the audience say this story should be the Nuggets advancing. It should be, but it's not going to be because it's LeBron James. But I would still say I agree with Chris Mannix that the lead story should be one of the greatest players of all time hinting at retirement. That should be the story. Well... If you believe that he's hinting at retirement, I'd like to know the percentage of people who think he's actually considering retirement. I don't think many people do no. think that. I, I think that people, maybe you give him the benefit of the doubt that he might be thinking about it, but he's not going to. Yeah, I, I think it's calculated. Everything he does, calculated. And and he could have said, hey, you know what, I'm going to take some time. We'll try to figure out what's going to happen, what's next for me. Uh, but I got another year left on my contract. He chose to put this out there. And I don't know if he was that emotional. I mean, listen to him after the loss. I like to say it's a successful year because I don't play for anything besides winning championships at this point in my career. And um, you know, I, don't, I, don't really, I don't get a kick out of making a conference appearance. I've done it a lot. And, <laughs> and it's not fun to me to not be able to be able to be a part of uh, you know, get to the finals, but um, but we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what happens going forward. Um, and I don't know, I don't know. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. And um, just for me personally, going going forward with the game of basketball, I got a lot to think about. Okay, so it's sort of vague, but it's there. He's putting down some gr- breadcrumbs. He's leaving the arena. Dave McMenamin of ESPN follows him out. It's not on camera. It's just an exchange between the two. But uh, Dave McMenamin is asking him, really, what are you saying here? And LeBron says, if I want to continue to play. And then Dave McMenamin says, as in next year, LeBron says, yeah. And then Dave McMenamin said, you would walk away, question mark. And then LeBron answers, I got to think about it. Okay. Got to think about it. Is it a leverage play? You got another year left. Do you want to walk away from $50 million? I know you're a billionaire, but do you want to walk away? Can you walk away? Do you still want to play with your son, as he's talked about? So we'll get into those uh, topics here coming up at uh, Celtics Heat Game 4. He captivated the golf audience even bigger than that. Uh, Michael Block, PGA professional, tied for 15th at the PGA Championship and uh, kind enough to join us this morning. Is this all set in yet, Mike? You know, not even close, Dan. Uh, it's insane. I, it hasn't stopped. Uh, had a good time with my friends and family right after uh, the PGA Championship on Sunday night. And at 7.30 in the morning, I was back at Oak Hill uh, doing some interviews and uh, on a plane at uh, noon and just arrived last night, came in here, uh, checked in. I'm sitting right now inside the Colonial uh, card room in the uh, men's lounge and uh, – it's uh, it's surreal and it's great and I've got a lot of people coming up to me that uh, I've looked up to and watched on TV a lot coming up and uh, saying congrats. It's been a really cool experience to say the least. Okay, some of the people that you've met or congratulated or reached out, give us an idea. Oh boy. Um. <laughs> well, any uh, every single person that walks by me here in the, on the tour, you know, uh, is is literally. And, even cooler than that, to be honest, is me uh, just now getting an omelet for breakfast and a gentleman making me an omelet 
uh, shook my hand and uh, congratulated me. And then when I was registering, the four the four the four ladies at registration uh, all uh, wanted pictures with me. And and when I was coming through the gate, even better so the the gentleman at the gate. As soon as I started driving by, they started yelling and screaming "block party" um, as I was driving away. So. It, it's even more so really cool stuff like that. You know, one of my best friends is Albert Pujols, and uh, he's he's reached out to me throughout the entire week. And being around guys like that, being around, you know, Patrick Cantley, who I play a lot with, and uh, Bo Hossler back in Orange County, California, they've all made me very comfortable um, being around this scenario and stuff like that. So it's it's been awesome. And honestly, I have so many texts and emails and DMs. I, it is It is beyond me. And I've missed and haven't been able to respond to so many people, and I apologize. And I'll, I promise I'll probably get back to you next week at some point. Why do you think you connected with this gallery? It's because I'm the guy that's usually sitting in the uh, stands drinking an IPA, and um, somehow uh, the and I'm in the NBA Finals, and the coach says, you know what, he looks like a good basketball player. Come on in and uh, play game seven for us and then hit a three. Um that doesn't happen in any other sport outside of golf. You know, this is the only sport that I know of personally where a club professional, a guy that teaches golf, a guy that runs a golf course, can all of a sudden go play with the best players in the world in one of the biggest stages in the world. You handled it so well until I think it really sunk in, and then you didn't, you couldn't handle it the way you did. Like, you can laugh and joke and hi and everybody, and it's all of a sudden the tears start. Uh, and then you can't stop them. How surprised were you that that emotion was there and it finally came to the surface? I'll tell you what, uh, I haven't really been that emotional of a human being outside of watching Rudy. You know, when he, when they put the jerseys down to have Rudy come in, I mean, I cried there. I never cried when uh, I had my kids. I cried, <laughs> I cried when I won the Club Professional National Championship in 2014. That was the first time my wife had seen me cry. And I haven't cried since then, and now I think I've cried about a thousand times <laughs> in the last week. So... Now I'm sitting there. I just watch videos now. I'm watching videos of things and people commenting about me or, or um, saying something nice about me. And uh, tears start coming to my eyes again. I mean, it's it's crazy how emotional this has made me. Where's the ball from the hole-in-one? It's funny you said that. Today was the first time, you know, I was just unpacking my stuff at the house. And um, I reached in there and I, I, I have the ball. I've got the glove. I've got uh, my yardage book with the pin locations on it. Um and I'll tell you something funny, Dan. Um, the craziest part is about all this, and you're kind of saying on the memorabilia part, um, I've had multiple offers for that seven iron uh, in numbers that I can't even imagine uh, that are more than what I made the first year I was an assistant pro, let's just say that, um, for that seven iron that I used on a whole uh, 16. Are you going to sell it? Or 15. Are you going to sell them? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. They're, they're 12 years old. <laughs> I need new irons. I literally have no grooves on my irons. My 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 nine iron, eight iron, and seven iron are grooveless. Uh, I literally have to play in certain conditions where it's going to roll out more. It's not going to stick as much. So I've had the same set of irons forever. I've never had them regrooved once. And if you saw my irons, you wouldn't even believe it. I mean, they look like they're from the thrift store. <laughs> well, you could sell the, the the ball, or do you want to keep that? Uh I, I, I honestly, I haven't thought about it. Um, you know, I definitely want to keep some stuff to remember to, you know, really remember that, that, uh, circumstance and that what happened and being with Rory and Sunday and all this stuff. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I haven't thought they're just all sitting right next to my bed right now. Uh, yeah. So I don't lose them. Uh, moving forward, 
Does your rate go up as a teaching pro? No, uh, I've never. Uh, I've been told that I've been should have been charging a lot, lot more for a long, long time. Uh, and I honestly don't believe in the fact that I should be charging more than 150 bucks for a golf lesson. Uh, I don't care if it's the best golf lesson of your life. It's I think 150 bucks is a really fair price. And uh, yeah, no, I, I don't plan on doing that whatsoever. And you get to play with Justin Rose and Rory McIlroy. I mean, I mean that. And can you keep it light? Do they keep it light? Like, how do you? Oh. Like, how do you? You're playing in the PJ Championship, but still, you, these guys have ideas of winning the thing. So I didn't look at Justin really outside of meeting him. Uh, I would stare at his shoes just so I didn't think. <laughs> like I remember the first hole, I was just looking at his shoes when he teed off. <laughs> um, because I didn't want to have that thought like, holy crap, I'm teeing off right now with Justin Rose because I've watched him my whole life. I watched him at that three wood behind uh, 18 at Marion to win the Open. Uh, <laughs> and then when Rory hit, I'm just like, I'm not even going to watch this ball flight because I didn't want to even see it. So if you watch me when I'm on the first tee uh, with Rory on Sunday, I turn around. I turn around. I'm not even watching this. <laughs> I, I, only, I only probably watched like maybe four shots that he hit because he's such an intimidating human being as far as how he hits the golf ball. If you're picking the actor to play you in the Michael Block movie. Kevin Costner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, I know I, I, he might be a little older than uh, I am for that, but at this point, but oh boy, I don't, I don't, I have no idea. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> hey, you, you played the role quite well this past weekend and uh, have fun in Fort Worth. And will life be normal when you go back home? Oh no. Oh no. Um, it's going to be insane. You know, it's going to, yeah, it will calm down, you know, a month from now or whatever it might be. Uh, but I can't wait to go back and obviously see my boys and see my friends back there that didn't make it. My assistant pros in the shop who have been covering my butt as I've been, you know, living this dream. <laughs> they're, they're there answering phone calls from all these people and still working their jobs, still, you know, making sure that payroll's done, still making sure that everyone's getting paid back at the club. And uh, so I haven't had that opportunity. And uh, this is a, a shout out to everyone back at Arroyo Tribuco and Mission Viejo that uh, thanks for doing what you're doing. Any thoughts on being in the media? <laughs> I've, I've had, I've, I've gotten some calls on that too. Um, it's never been a thought in my life. Uh, Dan, I, I, I have no idea. Um, if, if it happens someday, <laughs> great. Uh, because I know I'm not going to be able to play golf my entire life. So, uh, yeah, maybe. We'll see. I hope so. Who knows? Well, congrats. And uh, have fun this week as well. And thanks for the entertainment. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate you having me on. That's uh, Michael Block, PGA professional. The rates aren't going up. Uh, tied for 15th at the PGA Championship. Yeah, I could see Golf Channel reaching out, bringing him in. Um, you know, you, he's not a character like Faraday, but he is a character. And to have that personality, and uh, plus he, he speaks from experience. You know, I think he's in his mid-40s, so he's been playing a lot of golf and, and high-level golf. It's not like they just got some guy who's, you know, like a nine handicap and he walked out there. He's played in big events. He's performed well. It was just his personality, the fact that you found out he was a PGA professional. He gives lessons. He's one of us. He's talking about drinking beer. And the crowd, you know, they just sort of enveloped him. It was like, hey, we're rooting for you. And hard not to root for. Yeah, Paul. It's got to be really weird. Like you said, he is successful. He's made money on the tour before. He's not you know, broke, 
But to get fame later in your career, when you never expect to be famous, what is is he in his forties? Yeah. That, to, you know, 46. 46 years old, you think, okay, I've got a nice life. I'm in Mission Viejo playing golf, getting paid. But now people at the breakfast bar are recognizing me. I know. It's got to be a whole new world. Yeah. And, and that's why sometimes you get these stories that cross over from sports to just being a story when you're trending. And that's certainly what happened this past weekend. All right. Take a break. Reggie Miller will join us coming up next hour. And we'll talk more about the basketball situation, game four tonight, Celtics and the Heat. If the Celtics lose or when they lose, what kind of changes, if any? And certainly the Lakers situation with LeBron. Is this a leverage play? It just felt like that. There was a message, and then there was another message attached to it. Does he want Kyrie Irving, who happened to be in the building last night? We'll take a break back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens... You need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches, but did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything, so when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. Right? That's obvious. But 
With higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the cost, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Patrick right now and save NetSuite.com slash Patrick. Game four, Eastern Conference Finals, Celtics in the Heat, 8.30 Eastern on TNT. The Heat favored by one and a half. Reggie Miller will be on the call with Kevin Harlan coming up tonight. Reg joins us on the program. We'll get to that coming up in a moment. Your takeaway from the Lakers and the Nuggets is what? I think people all season long, especially in these postseason playoffs, have underestimated how good Denver was. Uh, We wanted to find those other shiny objects like Phoenix, like the Lakers, like Golden State. And the prettiest girl was always standing right in front of us the whole time, and that's Denver. Um, I think Jokic proved why he was a back-to-back MVP. And I think Jamal Murray showed that his bubble performances uh, in Orlando a couple years ago weren't a fluke. And hopefully there are young players out there that are suffering or have had setbacks like Jamal Murray had with, you know, the ACL uh, tear and shows that you can come back from those type of events and still play at a very high level well coached they're deeper than most teams um again we weren't expecting this but they've been there all along theodore well maybe we weren't expecting it i don't know if people were hoping for it so it's it's almost like you have to begrudgingly say denver's a better team and yeah. and the joker's the best player in the game right now at least playing at a you know this kind of level there But it's still the Lakers, and the Lakers will always get attention, win or lose. And then LeBron gave us that nugget at the end of the game where he's like, I got to think about this. I don't know about coming back. What what is he saying there, Reg? Well, first of all, I think it's, it's unfortunate because we should be, and I know we started off talking about Denver, Um, it takes away from their shine. Because that's all the talk in that series. And after game four was, uh uh-oh, LeBron may retire, which he is not. He had, he was an assist away from a triple-double. He is owed 45 next season and 50 the following year. He's not walking away from that. But here's the talk. And um, I get it, the greatest player of his generation, but he's not going anywhere, people. So relax. Do they have to make roster moves? Obviously, it's the Lakers. They always do. They made a major one during uh, All-Star Weekend. That got them to this place in the conference finals. But 
Um, he, he's not going anywhere, Theodore, in my opinion. I, but there's, there's something attached to this, Reg. Right? I think the emotions of being swept. And he's, he came out and said, this is the best team I've faced while in a Laker uniform. Yeah. Okay? These are emotions coming up. It, it's difficult. When you, when you are part of a Final Four situation, you are one step away. And this is a guy in LeBron James who's been to the finals, what, 10, 11 times? And he's part of the Final Four. You're one of four teams getting ready to play for the ultimate prize. And they had an unbelievable comeback in game one, but came up short, led most of the game in game two until Jamal Murray got hot. You had two chances to capture home court advantage. You lose both of them, and then Denver just put it on them in game three, and you had a chance to win game four. But again, up 15, LeBron has 30 in the first half, but they just didn't have enough. Those are emotions surfacing, and that's when you hear, I got to think about things, and then now Twitter goes crazy Oh, my goodness, LeBron is retiring. He's not retiring. He's just pondering. How about that? He's pondering moving forward. He's not thinking about retirement. He's just pondering his basketball career. But if you're thinking about retiring, then retire. That's the saying. But he's not going to retire. Okay, but that's why I'm thinking there's more. I understand in the moment uh, we just got swept. People are going to attach this to my legacy that Michael never got swept. I mean, he knows what's happening here. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Michael did get swept by Boston. Oh, but that was, that was, that was, they played a five game series and they lost those three games. He's never been swept in a best of seven series, but the great Larry Bird was swept in a best of seven against the Bucks. I know, but nobody, nobody brings those things up. Right. Magic Johnson, it happened twice in the best of seven series (laughs) in the NBA finals. Yep. In the NBA finals, Magic was swept twice. So stop saying, oh my goodness, LeBron, he got swept. It happens to, to the greatest of greats. Okay. Do you think LeBron wants Kyrie to play for the Lakers? Well, of course. I'm sure he does. Do you think Kyrie will play for the Lakers next season? I do not. Because? I think Mark Cuban is going to go to Kyrie with a huge suitcase and open it up, and he's going to say, where do I sign? I I just think there might have been an under-the-table handshake between Cuban and management and uh, Kyrie's team. Do you think think that is a smart move for the Mavericks? Well, they got to try to do something um, to keep Luca happy because Luca could be walking out the door as well in a couple of years. But they should so. have done nothing before and not traded those players away. It felt like they had complementary players for Luca. They did, and they and, did. and I thought it made them a a better team because they knew their roles. Well, certainly defensively, it made them better. Case in point, oh yeah, why they were in the conference finals last season yeah. versus. Golden State and what they did against Phoenix and, you know, drubbing them in game seven on the road. Um, But Kyrie is one of those players you you can't take your eyes off. The problem is both of them don't play any defense. And those complementary players, (laughs) can they find some of those to surround them with? Yeah. Eh, 
right? Mm-hmm. We're talking to uh, Reggie Miller, Hall of Famer. He'll be on the call tonight, 8.30 Eastern on TNT. Who, who gets the blame in uh, Boston? I think there's enough of it to go around. Here, I'm going to applaud Coach Missoula. He fell on the sword in his post-game presser. You saw that. I didn't have my team ready to play. But what does that mean, Reg? Exactly. And, and here's the thing. When I saw that, and I'm looking at that, that is not your job to get Reggie Miller ready to play. That's my job. I've got to get myself ready to play. Players need to start looking themselves in the mirror. I applaud Coach for falling on the sword, for taking it, taking the brunt of it. He's 34 years old. He's probably trying to gain some, some friction in that locker room, right? trying to get these guys to, you know, buy in. I'll take the hit for this. But these dudes need to look in the mirror, Theodore. Uh, Brown, Tatum, and I love Jason Tatum. These dudes, you look at the numbers. As a team, they're shooting 29% from three. They're uh, Jalen Brown's two of 20 mm. from three. Uh, look in the mirror, gentlemen. Look in the mirror. But I don't know how you disappear the way Jason Tatum does sometimes. Like, he's there and he's unbelievable. And then there are times when you go, hey, he didn't even take a shot in the fourth quarter. Like, I, I don't understand how his mind works. But also, too, I'm going to give credit to Miami and Miami's defense. They are changing a lot of things. They're going from zone, boxing ones, man, they're dropping on them, they're going under. They're showing him a lot of coverage. Okay. And let's not forget, he's 25, 24, 25. Yeah. So as, as great as he's been up to this point, fourth in MVP voting, he's still a young player. And, yes, he can give you numbers, but at other times, you know, he, he goes south. But I believe that the Celtics, though, look, it can't get any worse than it was in game three, right? They can't <laughs> play. So I feel they're going to give better – effort. I just think the Heat are just on another level right now. And after witnessing what Denver did last night, they kind of want to be on same footing with them going into the NBA Finals. I think it's a better game tonight, better effort by Boston. I just think Miami is just so locked in right now. Who does Jimmy Butler remind you of? Kind of reminds me of that black cat a little bit. He has that attitude. Um, no, he, the, he reminds me of you. Me? Yes, because regular season, he'll get you yes. 18, yes. 19 a game. Postseason, yes. he just kind of cranks it up a notch, has another in that, level. In, in, in terms of that, yes. Um, look, I just looked at the season in the big picture. There were certain games during the regular season, maybe 10 or so, that you get up for that are big. Um, but – in whole, you just want to be playing well, build chemistry. Numbers really didn't matter for me. But postseason, give me the ball and let's go to work. And I always try to build up my fitness towards the second half of the year. And I think the heat culture is somewhat like that. But Jimmy is like that. Jimmy, it's all about performing when the lights and the stage is the brightest and the biggest. And these, it's to me, It's his supporting cast. These dudes would die. They would run through brick wall for him. And that's what I, it's love. I love seeing the supporting cast thrive 
off of what Jimmy Butler and how he sets them up and how they support him. It's just a great – you see that a little bit with Denver too. You know, Brown, uh, Aaron Gordon, uh, KCP, the way they play off of Jokic and Murray, they understand their roles. We know what We know what we're here to do. You guys get us there. We'll do our little bit. But when it's time to win a ball game, Jokic, Murray, do it for us. Jimmy Butler, bam, do it for us. Tyler Hero, is he available for the NBA Finals? Do you know any update yet? I, I, I know the cast is off. He has not been shooting at all. Spolstra said uh, he's shooting a lot of left-hand free throws. He's still conditioning because obviously it's just a hand. Um, if they get there, I wouldn't be surprised if he can play spot minutes. But to me, I think that would kind of mess up their chemistry. They are so locked in with this rotation now. Um, the question tonight will be the availability of Kevin Love. He only played five minutes. He went out with that ankle or calf injury. Is he fine to play tonight? Can he play his normal minutes? Because they're down bodies, Hero, Oladipo. And right now they're in a good nine-man rotation. If you take Love out the rotation tonight or for some reason, um, there's not enough bo- serviceable bodies for, for uh, Eric Spolstra. Caleb Martin, I mean – these undrafted players are just playing out of their minds right now. <laughs> out of their minds. How dangerous is Miami as a city for an NBA player? Well, I'm sure it's a lot of won. It's won a lot of games for them, right? <laughs> Did you ever <laughs> suffer South from the Miami Beach, <laughs> South Beach is undefeated? Did you ever you suffer have control? The Miami flu. Did you ever have that, Reg? Uh, once I think maybe I had that. But I was injured coming to – I'll tell you when it was. It was the return of Michael Jordan. That game, I'm back. His first game back in Indiana when we beat them, by the way. And I got hurt down the stretch of that game. But we had, it was a back-to-back for us. And the next game was in Florida. And I said it was the injury that occurred in that Chicago game. <laughs> South Beach one. <laughs> uh, we uh, we brought this up. Whose career would you want to have? Um, Marv, do you remember what it was? Uh, Andre Iguodala and who was Christian the, Leitner or Carmelo Anthony? Oh, Carmelo Anthony or Andre Iguodala's career? Wow. Uh, ooh. <laughs> uh, Finals MVP, couple of titles, not. Not an all-star, maybe a one-time all-star. Melo's got a lot of points. Okay, now remember, Hall of Fame includes yeah. college. So Carmelo, championship at Syracuse. Yeah. Uh, top 10 scorer of all time. Yeah. 10-plus all-stars. I believe three or four gold medals. Yeah. I'm rolling with Carmelo Anthony. Okay, four gold medals. Okay. Four gold medals. All right. I'm rolling with Carmelo. Carmelo or Christian Leitner? Carmelo Anthony. Okay. All right. A little bit of a pause there. Well, uh, Leitner won two at Duke, right? Yeah. Went to four Final Fours. Uh, Gold medal, the original Dream Team. Yeah. So that's huge. Uh, Was good in the pros. Not great. Well, just good, right? He played a long time. Is is he... uh, He's not in the hall yet. No. Is he? No. 
I, I would think he should be in the hall, don't you think? Oh, yeah, he's going in for his college career. No. He yes. should go in. Don't you think he should go in the NBA Hall of Fame? Well, no, it's the college. It's it's the Naismith well, Hall of Fame. Certainly, he's in the College Hall of Fame, but don't you think he needs to be in Naismith no, Hall he, of Fame? That's the only one. Yeah, that. Yes, of course. There's there might be a College Basketball Hall of Fame, but nobody talks about that. It's the it's the Basketball Hall of Fame. But he's been out of the game for a while. The question is, why hasn't he been up for induction? I don't know. I was wondering that. That you would think he's probably one of the five greatest. College basketball players of all Absolutely. Time, right? Absolutely. Yep. I, Kareem, uh, Walton. Yeah. Um, Alvin Hayes. Would you put Alvin Hayes as one of the greatest? No. Okay. How about Patrick Sir, Ewing? Yes. Patrick Ewing. Do you put MJ in there? Well, remember, remember when ESPN had their experts rank the college basketball player of all time last 50 years, and they voted Michael Jordan, which I I was disappointed, embarrassed for some people to say that they thought Mike was – Worthy was the best player on that team yeah, at that yes, time. Yes, that's true. So that is true. Worthy was. Mike on was, that team. Yeah. On Mike, that team, did Worthy have a better career than MJ at North Carolina? Because they both left after their junior year, right? Because Worthy went to the pros after that championship versus Georgetown, right? Yeah, I I'd say it's pretty close. Uh, it's close in terms of their who was the greater Tar Heel yeah. between yes. Worthy. Okay, so if it's that close, then I think you would have to put Jordan as one of the top five to ten greatest college players. No, no, no. No. Well, who else you putting on there? Well, I'd have to. I'd have to figure that oh, out. Oh, well, here. Okay, let me uh, let me ask you a question. Okay, whose whose college career would you rather have, Michael Jordan or Tyler Hansborough? <laughs> college career, college career. I don't know if Hansborough has a title. I think he does. So I'm going to say Tyler Hansborough's college career. Now he was at North Carolina, I think, seven years. So, <laughs> but 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 Hans Hansbro is the all-time leading scorer in ACC history. Yeah, yeah. And you got a title. So if I just do the college, Mike had the shot to win a title. That's big. But Keith Smart had a shot to win a title too. For true, true. Indiana. Uh, Hansbro does have a title at Carolina. I think so. Marv, does Hansbro have a title? Two thousand nine. Yes. Yeah. Oh nine. Yeah. Okay, so who saying, would you take? So, oh, so you're saying hands? You're taking hands? Yes. In college, man, you. What are you <laughs> switching your mug down there? What is in that mug? You you're you're still afraid. Your you're still afraid of Jordan. You're still afraid. What is in your mug? He's not in your room. He's not going to get. <laughs> he already Come doesn't on, like man. it. Mike doesn't like it anyway. So you know, Come Tyler on, Hansbro had a better college career than Michael Jordan. So if that's the case, then Christian Leitner had a better college career than Michael Jordan too. Absolutely. Okay. I. I'm not quite rolling with that. Christian Leitner was a better college player than Michael Jordan. 
Free your mind. The rest will follow. Okay. Come on. Don't be afraid. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. I'm going to wait till after the show when you guys post all your clips because that's when you get, you know, when we get to hear from the real people. Oh, yeah. These comments. Oh, I know. Look, I know Mike's the greatest player of all time, but if I look at, if I just said this career versus this career and I didn't attach Mm -hmm. any names, you would go, well, that guy's the all time leading scorer in ACC history. He won a title. That guy, great player. Second best player on his team for a little while and hit one of the biggest shots. In but the, now remember, Mike's, Mike left after his junior year, right? Yeah. He stayed two more years after the shot his freshman year, correct? Yeah, yeah I think so. And Hansborough was there 12 years. Like <laughs> he said, was. Right? Yeah. Okay. All right. How All about right. how about we give Tyler Hansborough's flowers for a change, Reg? I'm giving him <laughs> Who came up with the question? I'm giving him his flowers on the show, right? Yeah, but you just yelled at him me. In and the said, same, you, I am putting him in the same breath as Michael Jordan. You just wanted to know what I was drinking or smoking. <laughs> That's a, It's very valid. Very valid. It's medicinal. Okay. It's medicinal. Uh, right, if right. you get a chance to put in Al Horford, future Hall of Famer, that'll be... Okay, better career. Al Horford... Two tiles in Florida. Christian uh, Christian Leitner. Christian Leitner. Okay. Tyler Hansbro, Al Horford. See, now here we go. That's very close. <laughs> now that to me is very close. <laughs> Better career, Tyler Hansbro in college or you? Well, he has the championship. He's got the chip. He's got the chip. Yeah. But uh, if you took away the chip, I take my numbers. My four years versus his four years any day. <laughs> if you take away the chip. Okay, but we can't. You can't. We can't. So, so Tyler Hansborough. Yes, Paulie. I have Reggie's college numbers. Junior year, 26 a game. Senior year, 23 a game. Yeah. And they, in his junior year, there's no three-point line. Is that right, Reg? That's right. He didn't come in until my senior year. So imagine if I would have had a three-point line my junior year. I would have averaged 35 you a would, game. You would average 27 a game. They wouldn't have, yeah. let, they, they, they wouldn't have let you shoot that. Abdul dude. Rahman, better known as Walt Hazard, would have <laughs> let me let it fly, baby. Have fun tonight. <laughs> Thank you, Theodore Dennis. Love y'all. And Reggie Miller be on the call. Game four, Eastern Conference Finals, Celtics Heat. That's 830 Eastern on TNT. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Athletes everywhere turn to CBD for relief and recovery, but with all the products claiming to do different things, it's impossible to decide which is best. As one of few brands that oversees the entire production process, from their farm in Oregon to the product that arrives at your door, Lazarus Naturals keeps their ingredients simple and transparent. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results for your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Discover how CBD can help you reach your full potential as an athlete. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals, the cleanest source of CBD for athletes and sports fans alike. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.